What if all disease states, pain and discomfort, was the body's way of asking for help, wanting you to understand that something needs to change within your thoughts, feelings, or actions? Your body wants to let go of the stress it's been carrying and process all past emotional stressors so that you can create the life you deserve. This is Holistic Wealth. Well, we are talking and walking. This is Alyssa Carmona, and I am here with Lori Rager. Well, what we're talking about today is hot topic of uh, suicidal twitch. thoughts. Yeah, Twitch um, apparently um, committed suicide two days ago. So just there, with any time there's a celebrity um, death in such a eventful way and so young too and so young he's just just 40 years old um you know there's always going to be more conversation which is a great thing you know um it's a really tough way to um start having these conversations yeah well it helps us see that hey there is our shadow aspects right it's Mm -hmm. like we don't have it all together even if it may seem like the person does have it all together famous people they are the ones that the majority of the world are viewing it's like they have the platform to be watched on screen to be heard right and it puts it gives pressure on both sides right so like him as a human being who you know went this route and to be seen um you know in such a big way then there is that pressure that's magnified for him, you know, to be a certain way. And so we know nothing so far as to why um, he felt the need to do this. We could speculate forever, but it's just the generalities of being a celebrity and having that pressure of um, constantly being seen. And he's, you know, this dancer, so it's all like happy-go-lucky, smile, smile, smiles, and you know, it just goes to show that we don't really know what people are going through. Um, mm-hmm. And so... And ultimately, pressure... yeah, the for someone to actually take their life, if that was the case, for someone to actually end their human experience, you are a soul having a human experience, for someone to actually end that, there must be um strong levels of the lower vibrations of emotions mm-hmm. shame guilt fear regret and so those are the emotional energies where someone just is just it's not a happy place to be mm-hmm. and so whatever anyone is going through that actually wants to end their life there's a huge amount of separation a feeling of loneliness despite if he lived with people despite if anyone's living with people or have a large community around them co-workers all around them that the physicalness of having people around you doesn't always change 
right. the inner sense. It of, doesn't always translate to um, to having people. You know, you're you can feel lonely with people around you if you don't feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable enough to say, "Hey, I'm struggling here." You know, mm-hmm. and if you don't feel that comfort level from being able to speak out. You know, I, I just keep on going back to this image that he had to maybe felt the pressure to portray um, that he is happy-go-lucky. And if he felt like he couldn't let that image go, that attachment to that image, um, that might be a reason why people get um, stuck in Mm-mm. the vibrations as there's no way out other than this or yeah repressing the Mm -hmm. quote bad emotions oh i i don't feel bad i've never felt bad Mm -hmm. or these things that i'm fine i'm fine how's everything going i'm fine and it's the repression of the emotion not the fact that we all experience shame guilt fears we all experience it it's the actual repression not allowing ourselves to process it out of the body field. And then that is actually where most of the energy is being stored rather than allowing it to flow through you to feel that joy, contentment, peace, willingness, courage, courage. And that's the first step, courage to ask for help, ask for help and assistance. And often like my I know I have that, my independent attitude, to ask for help from others. Right, because people, I think, automatically um, correlate asking for help as in Mm. failure. Oh, yeah, like a weakness. Like, it's weakness. It's you don't have it together for yourself. You can't handle it all yourself. So um, it's just this automatic if I ask for help, I'm, I'm weak. Mm-mm. Oh, do you think men have a harder time asking for oh, help absolutely. than women? For sure. Because it's our society is, um, goes around with emotion. Women are emotional and men should be strong and, um, and be void of emotions, right? Uh-huh. Like the emotions that are acceptable for men are like anger or, you know, those kinds of Oh, like vibrations. the masculine yeah. energies. Like that's more Which women can have too. They can. But you know, the typical um how people are portrayed men versus women, women are emotional like crying, um, sadness that's very acceptable. And for the masculine energy it's more acceptable for anger and whatnot. So Well to not feel vulnerable too. Right, to not feel vulnerable and so it's it's automatically as a society we've made it to where it's more difficult for them to mm-hmm. be vulnerable and reach out and say, Hey, I'm feeling this way of sadness. It's just, it's somehow automatically just, um, equated to a, a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't even imagine what does that feel like for, um, the spouse of grief yeah. of her husband grief, but then it gets, then all these um, additional emotions get put on of grief, yeah. because of how it happened. And he was the one that chose it. So she will probably go through like the, the guilt of, uh, 
Uh, or bargaining like I could have done something different Mm -hmm. I should have done something I could have done something different and ultimately we're talking about this because as hard as it may be that was his choice it was it was his choice and we all have a choice every day in what actions we're going to take and despite even someone's um, level of motivation the choice is still theirs Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of medications today keep one so trapped and feeling powerless and it's a dependency on the medication absolutely that that'll be a uh, you know an interesting thing to find if if he had any kind of medication um you know pharmaceutical prescriptions will alter brain chemistry yeah i was on a i was on a medication for depression back in my like early 20s and this is for depression but i've never felt more suicidal on that medication so Mm. yeah topic for another day but um yeah what what could have been altering his chemistry inside his body that Mm -hmm. you know could possibly and realizing everything is energy so it's like even that piece of medication it comes into the body and has a chemical reaction with other compounds going on it absorbs through the small intestine and so forth and gets filtrated to the receptor cells into the brain and starts altering a person's mood so it's like you have this medication but there is no sort of energy or frequency of peace love joy and so everything is vibration so Mm -hmm. we can even think of what goes into making food there's an energy behind it if someone even is really upset and they're making dinner and then they have that dinner to serve to their whole family there's an imprint there's an imprint on that food Mm -hmm. and you can tell even in nicer restaurants um if it's just an image or did that meal actually make you feel better? So it's like, if we really all stepped into our deepest passions, imagine the frequency we would create in the world. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it's like, yeah. So we have these, um, you know, medicines or food or what have you under the right circumstances and vibrations and match you know, it could make you feel better. It can make you feel, you know, more alive. It's not saying that all medications aren't going to work, but you have to be in a vibrational match. And so, you know, whereas not one diet works for everybody, whereas somebody can live, you know, with less meat and be fine, some people need way more, you know? Mm -hmm. The same diet isn't going to work for everybody the same medications are going to work for anybody it's all about what is in vibration with you what vibration are you at um and what is going to match with you mm-hmm. to and make you feel better if you're uncomfortable with the vibration that you're at 80 percent of the day then okay something needs to change because it's not like this happened or that this situation happens to someone overnight joyous Absolutely, and the next right. day they commit suicide like this is chronic stress. Mm-hmm. This is chronic emotional disturbance where, okay, you can have that platform and feel 
that joy or contentment or aliveness. But also people were such great actors. Like we role play. So it's just that image of a clip rolling for 30 minutes or something. It's like you can, we can all be online in that. And then, okay, was the other 90% of someone's day in guilt, shame, fear, and the feelings of the lower vibrations is ultimately creating chronic stress for one year, two years, five years, 10 years. So it's a matter of bringing awareness to, okay, where am I at right now? How am I feeling? How content am I with my life? And then creating those actions to stepping into those actions to say, okay, I'm ready to perhaps try something different and not overwhelming yourself. It's like, especially as the new year comes, you know, everyone wants to oh, yeah. set those, those high, goals. High and, expectations for the new year. Yeah. yeah. Actually, actually asking yourself, is this logical? Mm-hmm. Can I really, do I really believe that I can do X, Y, and Z in the next three months? So making logical goals and taking baby steps or action steps that you actually feel are attainable or else it's like we create these huge goals. And I know I'm one to do that. Create huge goals and then get overwhelmed. Oh, forget it. I'm just not going to do any of it. Right. So what is Yeah, And then where does that set you? You know, that those huge goals, those lofty goals, every time you, um, you know, don't attain those huge goals, then it makes you feel mm. kind of worse about yourself. So you're yeah. like setting yourself like up failed. for yeah. failure. Yeah, because they were just way too big. And, you know, so, so many people at the new year set so many goals of, and their, um, you know, of their body image, like their weight. Um, and, and that's if people could just allow themselves to start small, like you're saying, like, you know, de-stress your life. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's a, it's amazing how much effort we can put into the diet and the exercise part of it. But if you don't start uh, mm-hmm. at a, like the basis of everything, um, the foundation mm-hmm. is really just to de-stress your life. And if you de-stress your life, then the weight and the things that you care about um, that you usually put for New Year's, it just happens kind of effortlessly because you're addressing the root problems. Mm-hmm. And then catching yourself. We all have negative mm-hmm. thoughts, just catching it. Okay, I've been ranting in my head mm-hmm. for the past 20 minutes on this negative situation. That's long enough. I'm going to put this aside, slide it off to the left, and bring in what you do want right in front of you. So now you're viewing right in front of you what you do want, reframing, refocusing, and not being uh, stuck in those um, lower, lower vibrations. Yeah. Awareness is key. Like that's the first step. Just having awareness that your mind has gone on this thought pattern, the same negative thought pattern, and you keep on going there or you get stuck in it, 
it's just, you know, originally just having the thought or the awareness that it's, that it's happening. And so that's our opportunity to be able to um, take a moment, just that first pause with awareness, then you are able to make some sort of shifts, possibly mm -hmm. just questioning that thought pattern, like, you know, whatever it is, 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 is this it, really true? Is it really true? Is this yeah. really true? Because our brain loves to solve problems. So if it has no problems to solve, it will create in problems. its comfort zone. Yeah. It, so it's like just comfortable mm -hmm. to be in the problem. And it's like, okay, well, like you said, if it has no problems to solve, it's like people often, they just want to complain about it, but they don't see that it's actually a problem to solve. It's like constant just complaining about the way they feel oh, right. or the way right. that this situation's playing out or what this person did to them. And it's okay. Yeah, things happen. But if this has been going on and this is your personality type for the past 10 years and people actually know you for that, it's comfortable. It's comfortable. Right. So it's like something. And, and, it, and yeah. people do. People get stuck. They're really comfortable in that, in the complain mode, which oftentimes correlates to the victimization mode. Mm -hmm. You know, these things are happening to me. Why is these things happening to me? And the realization of how we get stuck on those thought, same thought patterns do actually create more of the same. You know, with those constant thought patterns, you do create more of that in your life. Um, how can you not be uh, think of all the things that are wrong in your life and not create more things mm -hmm. that are wrong? It's just in that vibration. So having mm -hmm. the awareness first and then being able to um, take that pause and notice, hey, I'm doing this again. Mm -hmm. Just that moment and then, and then what can I do differently, you know? to oh, stop this uh -huh. pattern and people often don't recognize that it's actually that is in their subconscious mind it's in the subconscious mind to actually desire for things to go wrong mm -hmm. so it's like that is deeply embedded the desire for things to fail the desire for things to just uh be betrayed be cheated on uh, get robbed like there's something the world is unsafe and so, and people are not to be trusted. Those would be the uh, subconscious deep core beliefs mm -hmm. that would then keep attracting negative yeah. things in one's life. And that's going to be a hard one for people to swallow, but, but it's true. You know, it's, it's like a, um, a protection mechanism that people think works for them. Like if I'm on guard always to these things, like it won't happen to me, but reality is that you're constantly thinking, I don't want those things to happen to me. So you continuously create that. Mm -hmm. And then being able, and all that, able to stay in the victimization mode of this, mm -hmm. this look what always happens to me. You know, it's a tough life. We struggle through, yeah. up the hill, you know, everything's, 
there's no easy life. It's only the hard way, you know, and, and you will create that life. Mm -hmm. But it just takes a matter of wanting to change awareness and um, knowing it's possible. Yeah, knowing that it is possible to have restoring hope. Yes. Dissolving, dissolving um, despair and those feelings of worthlessness. First step, yeah. Stepping into, hey, okay, I may not have hope, and that's okay. But am I willing to create change? Am I willing to try? Right. Give it a shot. Mm -hmm. And the decision to take your power back, to realize that you are not your thoughts. You are not your thoughts. So once you can separate yourself from those thoughts, you can start taking the power back, Mm -hmm. your power back, and try something different. Do something different. It's just stopping that pattern. Beautiful rants, Lori. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful rants. Beautiful Thursday morning. Mm.